Very well. I'll drop it. Beholds a bursting with swag that be a shy matters to us. Why? It's what you've been searching for. I recognize this ship. I saw it eight years ago on the crossing from England. Did you know? Fine. Well, I suppose if it is worthless, then there's no point in me keeping it. No. Will you work? In the car? Where you are? Tuned in, signals clear. Coming through, geocache talk. A voice on the line I hear. Coming through, geocache talk. Geocache Talk Podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Well, hey everyone, it's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, TuneIn Radio, or Google Play, so that you can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and our patrons, Demon Hunter 2, Aggie Jedi Master, Electric Waterboy, Joshua the Geocaching Vlogger, Cashley, one Kind Word, Ravenclaw Tia, Shermanator 18, Butterfly Girl, Loon Trackers, The Aussie Geocacher, The Geo Gearheads, Sodak Zack, The Deadliest Cachers, Terrell 2, Neil Moore, Molly the Geocaching Dog, Team D&D, Geocaching Adam, Peachy 1276, The No Code Geocachers, Curiosity Girl, Tick Magnet, Marsipanic, Bricker John, Firesafe, Doc Firewoman, FS Abero, Geo Rick, Cash Attic Mel, Geocaching Janji, The Geocaching Junkie, Sir Dremelot, Genies, Tricasius, Tom Frey, Rugles, and our new patrons, The Bruce Zero, EGK PBR, and Casamaja. Now, that last one, Casamaja. His name is Stoli, and he lives in Norway. So, very cool. We've adding another, another of our many countries to our list of patrons. And so, if you'd like to become a patron, wherever you are in the world, head on over to patreon.com slash talk for more details. Patrons get path tags, coins, other geocaching swag during the year, as well as invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as $3 a month. Well, let me start by welcoming my co-host, Sydney. Hello again, everyone. And Sydney's in New Digs, so she's going right. to get her background set up eventually, I guess, right? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see, yeah. Uh, Jesse uh, can't be with us tonight. He was in D.C. this weekend for work, so 
just it's the just the Sydney and Gary show tonight. So, but we also have our guests. So let me jump right into show seventy two for October twenty second. As we talk about X tags with the owner of X tags, Joshua White. Joshua, welcome to Geocache Talk. Thank you, Gary. Glad yeah. to be here. <laughs> um, it's uh, really cool. We're going to talk about a lot of cool things tonight about X tags and and uh, Joshua and and. Um, Joshua, I got to hang out a few week weekends ago. I guess was it about three weekends ago, Joshua. We did three, four, three, four. That's, that's actually been a little while, hadn't it? But because you've done they, some, uh, yeah, they're starting to run together. Yeah, they do. And you've been, you've been. A, it's been a whirlwind tour for you too. We're going to talk about that tonight. Uh, you really haven't been home much the last three no. weeks. <laughs> no, I haven't. Um. Well, definitely uh, join in as we do a little news. So if you want to comment, you may as we talk about some news items. So things that came out this week, um, the solution checker that was released from geocaching.com that you can add to your caches. Um, Sydney, what are your thoughts on this? So I, I turned it on for one of my caches just to see. Right. And it just kind of pops up right at the bottom of your cache page. So that's nice. Um, and then if someone, you know, types in the coordinates and they get them right, it automatically updates the corrected coordinates for it. So that's helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only downside is that you can't see it if you're just using the app. So you have to go to the website to Ooh. see the, the checker. Oh, okay. Well, hmm. That's interesting. I Someday, I think it's, it's still they're still working on it. They said it's pretty basic, but I, th- I feel like they're gonna add more stuff to it. Yeah, and I'm wondering um, if GeoCheck is still out there. I know we, we need to have Jennifer on uh, sometime, or uh, somebody who's a real puzzle. I don't know. Do you do a lot of puzzles, Joshua? I am terrible at puzzles, <laughs> if I'm honest. Yeah, like the rest of us, sometimes we get we're not the greatest <laughs> at it. Um, but, um, we, uh, I've used, I used to use, um, uh, e- events for, mm-hmm. for a lot of my sites, but I don't know if events has sort of got on, gone by the wayside as far as people using that. But, um, so electric water boy is in the, uh, chat room. He's asking about if it works on cash or CGO. And I, I think right now, Tom, it doesn't work at all. Right. On any app for, it doesn't work. No. on cash. Okay. Definitely not Cashly because it's not an API thing. Right. Um, I don't have Android, so I don't know about CGO. Um, but that app works differently. Um, so. Yeah. Kyle Silva. Hey, Kyle. He's in our ch- chat room. Um, mm-hmm. Which I want to take a moment, since Kyle's in there, to talk about hashtag US Geocaching Hour, which will be on tomorrow night. Um, so don't don't miss uh, Monday night our tweet chat that we do as a group and it's great fun Um, so definitely join that but he mentions he does a lot he has 200 plus mystery caches Um, Peter Stepanek who's in our chat room also mentioned the geocheck is still up so um, and Kyle uses certitude so there's a Mm -hmm. few of them out there I like the idea that um, geocaching is trying to include something like this or is it especially because didn't a few of them kind of dropped off in the past couple of months right yeah like one you know i don't know if 
you know, they never renewed their website or the one doesn't work anymore or something like that. So I feel like this is, I mean, I don't want to put those people like out because they make some great checkers and some of them have some really interesting features. So we'll have to see what geocaching HQ comes up with for theirs. Right. And uh, Ed, you're asking about the um, Sydney's shelf of geocoins. Uh, she's moved to other digs, so she's got to work mm -hmm. on her background. So she'll eventually she'll have this gigantic. Ba no, <laughs> she won't have a, She's gonna. She'll. We'll she'll, see. I don't yeah. know what I'm gonna do back there. We'll see that. This is also my bedroom, so I I don't yeah. want geocoins hanging don't everywhere. Right. Hey, what? that's come on. I mean, you're in, you're in it. You're in. This is a sport that you're in. We'll see. I mean, you we'll got you, you have a trackable on yourself. I mean, you. I do. In. That's so me. You, I share this bedroom. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, he geocaches. Come on. All right. He does. All right. Uh, we're moving on. <laughs> Sliding on down the road on that one there. Uh, coins are still for sale. So, here's the coin. I'm getting better, I think, at this. By the time I get it right, we'll be done selling them. But there's, nice. the, there's the coin um, for sale. Um, there's the back. So um, $17 US, $23 international. And they're located at the bottom of the main page at geocachetalk.com. So um, another couple notes. We've gotten we've got the email. And, we, and I mentioned before that we, we are uh, – we really – are excited when we get email we're, we're starting to get more and more email so we almost have like an email email section of the show now um so we may have to put a little, pull a music for our email part but anyway uh i want to comment about a couple things um one of them i want to talk about more on another show but i do want to mention it because i think this is fascinating um this is from uh, Larry Dickinson. He, he sent, sends a note. He says, hi, guys. Love your show. Wanted to let you know about a very large team geocache that was built by myself and two other cachers. Um, and so it's a cache. It's four feet by four feet by four feet. But here's the interesting thing. It requires four people to reach the cache. It is placed on the property of a friend of his. And the GC code for it is GC76G, as in geocache. Nine seven. It involves three people pulling cables to release the 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 cache inside the box, and the fourth person is required to press hidden buttons to turn on lights inside the box. So, it's kind of kind of a cool a concept to have something like that. Which you know you hear about the you hear about people who do um, like team geocaches with two people. Like uh, West Virginia Tim has one where it's a. Um, one of those kind where you've got um, uh, Arduino, where you've got one person has to be at one spot, one person has to be at another spot, and do it simultaneously. You get cords and so forth. So but this is kind of cool. It takes four people to do this cache, so that's pretty Fun. intense. <laughs> that's pretty intense to do. And I love that idea, so that's a great idea. So thanks for sharing that one. And then Paula, um, one of our patrons, Curiosity Girl, Send a note. She goes, hey, I'm just uh, re-listening to episode 69. I really like the idea about volunteering to clean up geolitter. I wish geocaching.com had a filter for archived caches. They kept the listing for archive purposes on their website, so it would be possible. Since, geos, uh, since Groundspeak seems to be cracking down on possibly abandoned caches, perhaps there would be 
uh, amenable, you know, amenable to this idea if you want to propose it, she'd second it. So, um, kind of yeah. what we were talking about, Sydney, about, you know, how are we going to get this process right. done? I mean, yeah, that can be, be hard sometimes, though, because you can't always tell if the cash owner picked it up or not, because why would they post a note saying, oh, I picked up the cash if it's already been archived? Mm-hmm, right. And not everybody, <clears throat> and especially for the ones that we've all probably seen these, if you get uh, any alerts, you'll see a note that says, um, we had to archive this cash because we can't get a hold of the cash owner. So mm-hmm. in those cases, you know that there's no chance that... You know, Who knows if the cash was even still there? Like it might have been right. missing, and that's why it got archived. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very true. That's very possible. Um, all right, so on to um, our next item is our blog. Um, <clears throat> so we have um, uh, Sarah McClarkey who uh sort of uh runs runs the show for us for blog and um she does a great job she finds really cool people to add uh, and if you're interested in um putting a blog in you know send a send a note uh email to geocachetalk at gmail.com and we'll get you in touch with sarah and sarah can uh talk to you about uh, um, the blog and so we just had one she put out there um, yesterday it's the five people you meet in caching and it was written by um, Tim and Tentiment Tentman Tent I think Tent, Tentman Tent Tentman Tent yeah that's Andy Wright uh, from uh, he's from the UK I think and uh, so um, it was really good I really enjoyed reading that one but uh, it's on our website so geocachetalk.com and go to the blog section and read the one that Andy just wrote. Read all of them because they're all great. But the last one we just had was really cool. So um, go read that and uh, let me know if you have other people that would like to uh, be involved. So, All right. Well, let's get into it, Joshua. We're going to talk about X tags. But before we do, we want to talk about because people are like, oh, we're just going to talk X tags. We're going to talk a little geocaching, too, because this is geocache talk. So. Tell us a little about your geocache talk background. Just to let people know that are in the audio or actually watching um, where you are. Where are you right now, Joshua? Uh, I'm actually sitting out front in an RV park in uh, Burleson, Texas. Awesome. Uh, I was planning on being in a room here at the RV park where it'd be nice and quiet and indoors. But uh, I found out it closed, closes early on Sundays and I didn't realize that. Oh well, that's okay. So he's in, he's in the great outdoors. That's what geocaching is about. That's right. It's the great outdoors. Exactly. I love it out here. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, but so tell us a little bit about um, your background in geocaching. Um, well, I'm. Uh, I still consider myself pretty new to geocaching. I'm uh, about five weeks away from my fifth anniversary of uh, when I started. Uh, my family's always been pretty big into the outdoors, which you know is why we're at an RV park. Um, we, we tent camp a lot. We canoe hike and, uh, you know, it just, somebody mentioned it to me once and it sounded like something fun to do to add to all of our other activities. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so instead of doing it on a camp out or something, I pulled up the, the website and the app at home and checked it out and found out there was a geocache in the park in my neighborhood. So we all got excited and went for a quick walk and, 15 minutes later, we found our first cache and uh, it was a lot of fun. My kids were 
well, I have, I have four kids, but my, my two oldest were seven and mm-hmm. 10. So they loved it. Um, and we, we've been hooked ever since. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, um, just so cool to hear about people's experiences and where they get started and, and, uh, yeah. You know, and being able to do it as a family is always kind of cool. I know some people, it's tough because there's like one member of the family who geocaches one that's either an extreme muggle or like in Sydney's case, it's not extreme. He'll he'll cache, right? I mean, kind of, I wouldn't consider him. He, I mean, he likes to go. He just doesn't care to log them. He, right. Like, <laughs> so he's he's like one percent. He's muggle. just in it for <laughs> being outside. He doesn't care about numbers or whatever he doesn't care about any of that stuff right which is good yeah 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 sure it's not about the numbers some, but for some yeah everyone enjoys it differently yeah exactly um, and the dog likes it too so oops, yeah there you go rogue loves it so um nice. so what was your fo- first exposure to um coins and trackables we'll start with that do you uh, remember so yeah, so after my our first cache, I went home and I spent like four or five hours on the internet looking into everything that could be involved with geocaching. And, uh, you know, I read about them that day, but um, about a week later, we went geocaching again in a uh, nature center near our house. Mm-hmm. And uh, the nature center had, I think, eight or nine caches, and they were all ammo cans. And so in my first 10 caches, I found a, a trackable that had uh, a huge book attached to it. And I was so excited I took it. Um, I looked at its goal and everything first, but um, but it took me forever to find somewhere to put it because after those first ammo cans, I, I found a whole lot of smaller caches. Mm-hmm. And so I had I had that trackable for, for probably longer than that owner liked uh, for a newbie to have picked up and hold on to. We've all uh, been there. We've all done yeah. that. Oh my yeah. gosh, I forgot. I got a, I got a, I got a trackable. I got to get, oh my gosh, I've had it for uh-huh. too long. <laughs> yeah. And then, I, so finally I committed to, to dropping it off. And then, you know, of course I couldn't find anything for a while that it fit in, but, but eventually I dropped it. And then, uh, I found a, a geo coin in a cache not long later, not long after. Um, and, uh, kind of fell in love with that aspect of the game as well. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so we fast forward though to a point where you got exposed to X tags. So what was your first encounter with an X tag? Um, so that was through Facebook. Um, when I get involved in something, I I get a little, uh, obsessive. (laughs) Um, so, you know, I joined 40 or 50 or 400 Facebook groups about geocaching, of course. And, of course. Um, uh, you know, and started reading obsessively about everything there is to, to do and um, interacting with other geocachers, which is always a lot of fun. And um, some, At some point, someone posted in one of those groups about X tags. And, uh, I think at the time they were starting a monthly club, mm-hmm. um, which is still now going. Oh. Um, and uh, so... I was intrigued by the club and they, they posted a picture of a tag. I don't remember what tag it was now, but um, I thought, well, that's cool. Cause it was shaped and it, it had some personality to it. And so I, I found an X tags Facebook group and uh, got pretty obsessed with them as well. <laughs> <laughs> so then 
there came a point where you found out that X Tags was going to just go defunct, right? Close, yeah. So the um, the the former owner, the founder of X Tags, posted on Facebook one day that uh, he was just going to go ahead and shut down mm-hmm. um, for whatever reason, and um, there there was a pretty big outcry from the community of people who you know trade and collect and uh, are involved in the community and uh, you know a lot of people know each other really well and and didn't want to see it just disappear mm-hmm. uh, so i just commented on it and said hey why don't you just sell the company to me instead of closing <laughs> and uh what a great idea let me go check around and find right. out who wants to buy it you're like wait, wait a minute are you serious when yeah. you said that yeah, I was. I, I, I was. I said, like I said, I get obsessive about things, um, and I, I was a pretty obsessed customer. So um, I really didn't want to see it disappear. Uh, I wanted to be able to keep making tags myself, um, and I, I know from the other comments that a lot of other people still wanted to as well. So mm-hmm. um, it seemed like a fun opportunity, and uh, I've owned small businesses in the past, so it it just sounded like something that fit my personality. And, uh, <laughs> so, it, it was pretty, it was pretty much a whim at the moment, but yeah, <laughs> it became an obsession after. So, so we'll fast forward through the story a little bit, but cause of, you, you told me, we talked about this for, for, we, we had a great time talking about this at uh Munzee bash when we were there, but, uh, we did, yeah. uh <laughs> but, um, so eventually it, it uh, again, fast forward through the story as he got back to you um, and said, let's do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He said, uh, he messaged me one day. He said, are you still, are you still serious? Are you still interested? And I said, absolutely. So uh, he said, all right, well, let's, let's do it. And so I, I drew up some papers and sent them to him. And mm-hmm. um, from that, from that conversation, it was really just a couple of weeks. Oh, cool. um, wow. And then we, we had it wrapped up and announced so I have a quick question. Did you have like a regular job and this was just uh, a side thing or you just decided, Hey, let's own a business. Well, so I'm kind of odd in a lot of ways. I actually am a stay at home dad. Okay, um, cool. And I homeschool my kids. Uh, so um, I, I actually also previously owned a small geocaching store. So um it just, it seemed like a good idea. <laughs> okay. And um, about how long ago did you, did you start at x Uh I bought the company in mid-June. June 12th, okay. somewhere around there. I should know that. But. Okay. <laughs> so, and it's been a whirlwind. So, um, we're going to get yeah, into I started to believe it. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, uh, no, no, you're fine. I'm just gonna say it's been uh, it's been interesting t- t- talking to you about it and working on getting you on the show and to to talk about it. And we're gonna show some. We're gonna show a lot of X tags. And just a little quick note: we are gonna give away um, X tags to three winners. Although we're gonna do two tonight, and one, if you listen carefully, will be for those that. Um, after the show, the live show, for audio listeners, because we get a, you know, that's probably the majority of our show uh, mm-hmm. audience is afterwards. So Sydney was, that was a great idea, Sydney, to let's keep including our audio people during. Right. During I know the they week. feel left out sometimes. <laughs> so I know, which I, I feel bad. Uh, 
you know, that we've, you know, but so a couple live winners that we're going to have an audio winner uh, that we're going to ask a question for. We won't take any uh, answers tonight. Um, and so, in fact, you'll have till Friday, uh, Friday at midnight on whatever, what day is that? October 27th, I think, if I got it right. Yep. Yep, 27th. So Saturday morning, I'm going to, when I get up, I'm going to send the winner to Joshua and he will um, take care of um, sending you your your win of mm-hmm. X tags. So um, we will get started with our questions here in a moment. But first, we're going to switch gears and Sydney's going to ask some questions. And Sydney, I'm going to pull up on the uh, screen so you can you can talk through it. So I'm going to do a show and Sydney's going to talk about. Uh, he's going to ask some questions right now. And so sure, sure. Let me switch gears. Um, here. Were they always? Um, because if people don't know, path tags are round. X tags are kind of like path tags, right? You would say. Yep. Yep. But but X tags you can have basically any shape you want, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. That's. So. Um, go ahead. Yeah, so we started off with rounds. Uh, the owner um, was really just looking for a way to make his own swag um, mm-hmm. on the side. And um, so he started making rounds just like path tags, uh, round with a hole. Here's some round um, ones I'm showing on the screen just to let people, the audio people know what we're doing. Right. But showing some audio. Yeah. So there's basically a standard looking path. We'll refer to path tags as the other company that does this. So <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Um, and so. Uh, you know, we started off with that. So the top two in the left-hand corner that you're seeing right now were the first two he made. Um, the, the company, when he started, he called it X-Man's Exchangeables. Um, so those first two tags on the back, instead of saying X-Tags, they say X-Man's Exchangeables. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, eventually people started asking for, for different things. And uh, so the, the kind of culture was that if, if you want to try it, We'll see if we can make it happen, and we're going to continue that culture. But yeah, that, that kind of segued us into uh, different shapes, and now we we have various molds available that are kind of uh, shapes that a lot of people use. But then you can also do any shape that you'd want. There's a rectangle. I'm showing on the screen. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. so we have rectangles. Um, which a lot of people use to make uh, license plates and um, squares and geo kisses and hearts and trolls. And oh, dude, don't jump! Don't, puzzle don't jump, pieces. Don't jump that far oh, ahead. Oh, I jumped ahead. I jumped ahead. Sorry. <laughs> that, no, that's that's okay. <laughs> y'all, I get y'all excited. Keep, I'm sorry. I know. Y'all keep going, but I like the I like the rectangles are cool because, like you said, you can make it. Uh, you can make it like a mm-hmm. you know, like a license plate. So yeah, those are cool. How would you? Do you have any idea how many different colors you guys can do? Uh, or so just whatever. it's it's pretty wide open. Um, the factory uses the uh, Pantone color books. Um, and so you can pick up color cards and if, you know, the numbers will say uh, PMS 1972 and um, okay. they yeah. can make that happen. So there's thousands of colors and glitter and uh, translucent colors. And, and we have those available all year round. Right. And then they have they have like the the code on the back, and that's how you log them on the website, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So um, typically, on they're going to be on the back. Um, some of them have them engraved around the outer edge. Um, mm-hmm. 
some customers will request to not have a code on it. And then so you just have kind of like geocaching. You have to kind of figure out what the code is. Right. There are people who can help you with that. But yeah. So we're going to show I some have, actual I have gotten too. one like that, actually. Yeah. Oh, have you? Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So what, what they did was they used both sides for like a design. So they didn't yeah. have room for the, the code. So yeah. Yeah. It's not uncommon. Um, so yeah. They're not as cookie cutter, um, so that leads to sometimes people having a hard time finding a code. But, but they're always available, and um, myself and Marie were both more than happy to answer questions from people and mm -hmm. um, find you a code if you have a tag you can't log. So Gary was just showing um, the like what would be like a cancer ribbon, but they have Where you guys have them done in a bunch of different colors. So that's like a mold that you, is kind of standard. Per se, yes. I guess. So um, at some point, yeah. So at some point, there was a, a an awareness ribbon club, and uh, we said, hey, you know, we're going to start doing these awareness ribbons. Um, anyone who's interested, let's you know work this out together. And um, so the mold that makes the price cheaper for everyone when we share a mm -hmm. common back, um, and then uh, do different colors. Now some people decided to do um, something different with the front design, and that's fine. But there are I want to say about 35 of those different ribbons that are done for different um, organizations to wear, raise awareness right. for different things. Yeah, I've seen a lot of those clubs online for path tags or X tags where they say, this is our theme, you know, come yeah. up with a, a design. And then the, the group all trades them with each other. Right. So why don't you talk a little bit about trading? Can you do that online? Do you do that in person, both? Yeah, both. Um, uh, on the X-Tags website, on Facebook, in person. Um, I recently went to a couple megas and people were, you know, wandering around with tags, looking for new tags to trade. And mm -hmm. um, you come home with several dozen new ones. And um, it's fun to, to look through and see, you know, who you met and what their personal item or signature item looks like. And, um, and to know that yours went into their collection. And, right. Uh, and then, but yeah, our website is set up to where, um, when you have an account, you can log in and um, you can go into the gallery and see um, what tags are available. And if it's a, uh, available to trade, if it is, um, you can request a trade and um, pretty easily say, you know, this is the tag I have available to trade for that one. But if you want something different, let me know. And, uh, and then you just mail them back and forth. I love these. Oh, Spider-Man. Oh, cool, man. Uh, <laughs> so, by mail is how I got my first probably 800, 900 tags. I didn't trade in person for a really long time. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. Hang on now. Hang you have on. 900 tags? Hang on now. Let's wait. Let's, yeah, stop. Let's go back. You got how many tags? Actually, I think I'm up to about 1,100 now. <laughs> um, That's awesome. But at, at going caching two weeks ago, I came home with uh, about 70, um, new ones, I think about 50 of those were X tags. Um, cool. and then, uh, GeoCoin Fest, I think I came home with about two dozen or so. The numbers are all running together at this point. Oh yeah. Um, Cause it's been a whirlwind for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, but a lot of fun. Yeah. And we're going to, um, we are going to talk about those two, uh, things that you went to, those two megas, uh, here in a little bit, but, uh, 
Um, so we had a, a question from the chat room. Mm -hmm. um, somebody asked, what's the difference between a path tag and an X tag? Is it just two different people making pretty much the same thing? Yeah, two different companies. Um, really, that's the biggest difference. Um, the earliest X tags weren't exactly the same size and shape and everything as a path tag. But mm -hmm. um, but today, if you do a, a round tag with a hole in it, the mold is pretty well spot on. Um, right. The, the cost is probably the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. Um, when a, when a customer buys tags um, with path tags, the rounds, if you do uh, the, the first order of 50 for $99, whereas we get uh, 100 tags for $99. Okay. So really good price. And you can do lots of cool, um, like I said, we, we did some cool shapes, but um, we'll... Uh, let me, I want to show off a couple of what I've got here. So, um, my very first, this is my very first X tag and I had no idea what the, it's kind of like you're talking about Josh. I had no idea what this thing was when I got it. I think I found it. I'm pretty sure I found this in a cache and we'll talk about that here in a second, but, uh, it's my Betty boop, my Betty boop X tag. There it is. I'm showing it on the screen. So very nice. When I found it, I was like, Whoa, this is cool because it's, you know, I'm used to, <laughs> I'm used to these cool path tags that are round, but you know, it's kind of cool to get something that's sort of three dimensional, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah. So that was kind of, that was really neat. Um, just to see that, of course that was, um, you know, of course before, before you got the company, but you're carrying it on. In fact, you have your own X tag, which I'll show. <laughs> so you could do shapes it like, like it does. It does. It looks <laughs> like there's Joshua, Joshua White, right there on the screen. So, so, so normally, if I'm out geocaching, I'll, I'll typically be in camo and orange. So, um, but the back is also black and gray camo. So, um, I, I went with a uh, an outfit change on the back. Um, oh yeah, that's cool. Um, and so, you know, I try to make a personal item that's really a personal item, and um, I drop them in caches. I give them to cashers when I meet them. Um, I gave away. I think about 150 of those the last two weeks. Um, anybody walking by my booth wearing camo and orange got uh, <laughs> yelled at <laughs> until hey, they had one of my tags. <laughs> here's, here's a tag. I'm, I'm pretty sure I scared a few people, but uh, <laughs> I, get, I get excited. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I'm going to show tonight, and Josh was going to show some too because he's got lots of cool ones he's got with him. But uh, I've got Trogdor. Trogdor. Got that from the TX. That, that's one that I don't have. Oh, okay. Um, let's start the bidding right now. Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Yeah, let's start the bidding. Yeah, so, I'm gonna need it at some point for sure. Yeah, because <laughs> you're trying to. You're trying. I know it's gotta be hard to do. You're trying to get one of every one of every one of them. Jeez. I am. So uh, our most recent order number was um, tag 2081, I believe. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm right about halfway there, but there's also several versions of some of those done. So that's true. Um, I, I think I'm actually just under halfway there when you consider versions. Wow. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a quest of mine at the moment. That's awesome. Well, um, I showed off the some of the X tags I have, but we're going to move on to um, some other cool tags that you're going to show uh, as well. So. 
Right. So we were kind of talking about the clubs that people do, but there's, you know, a hot new game recently. So why don't you show some of your Pokemon X tags? <laughs> so, yeah. So recently a bunch of people came together to make some Pokemon tags. Um, and they're sparkly. Yeah. This one has glitter. I believe this is ghastly, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Lick a tongue. Lick a tongue has the glitter tongue. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Crocodile. I actually made this one. This was the last tag I made as a customer. And right so, do you have those little containers for every tag that you have? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I put them in containers for some of the uh, different types of things that we can do uh, okay, as a display yeah. at uh, some of the events that I recently went to. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they're not all. Most of mine are in uh, coin flips and uh, binders. Okay. Um, they take up a lot of space, even that way. Right. <laughs> That's for sure. I have like just binders and binders of path tags or X tags or, you know, all that stuff. And then they get to be so heavy. Right. Yeah. I, I, uh, I had to take, I took three binders with me on an airplane recently and, um, <laughs> That, that one bag was 35 pounds. Wow. Your bag is over the weight limit, sir. <laughs> it was pretty close, yeah. <laughs> but I have to drag all these with me. This is my job. <laughs> right. I'm going somewhere where I need these binders. So. That's awesome. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys also make 3D tags? Yeah, so um, actually just a couple of months ago, um, one of our customers asked, and we decided to uh, give it a shot. So here is uh, the first 3D X tag. I don't know if you can tell. Um, yeah. It's round with a hole, but it uh, has depth and um, dimension. Wow, that's the, pretty uh, cool. Yeah. So that's the the first the, so far the first and only 3D X tag that's been made. That's cool. Um, but that's something fun and new. Um, and we also recently had someone ask if we could do a a micro tag because they wanted something that they could fit in film canisters. Um, so her her idea was that it looks like an elephant yes. smashed inside of. Oh, it looks like it's all squashed. Smashed up. inside of a film can. Oh, that's cute. So it's hard to tell. But it's uh, it's quite a bit smaller than your regular round tag shape. Uh, yeah. Could you, do you have? So they can put one next to it. Yeah. 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 Put, show that. That'd be kind of cool to look at. The regular. Well, we would call it regular shape. I mean, we kind of know what we're talking about. When we're talking about regular, regular versus micro. So he's going to show that here. So. Oh, okay. I'll put it on top of it. On top of it. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, not a whole lot smaller, but a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's enough. Smaller enough to fit in a film can. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so just um, again, it was kind of those. You know, people like to do something different, and um, if we can help someone do something fun and interesting, we're going to give it a shot. Yeah, um, somebody was mentioning about they they like the idea of the the no the no hole in them, and I thought that's cool. Yeah, to have that. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, we've done quite a few of those. See yeah. one in front of me. Very cool. So, and somebody commented like Sydney did about the uh, 
<laughs> Whoa, what do you got there as far as the container? It's like this cool. Can you buy those little containers? Uh, yes. So my wife is into jewelry making. Um, she's very crafty. Uh, she's designed quite a few X tags. I, I can't draw stick figures well. So, um, but so these are actually containers that people use for um, storing jewelry making supplies. So my oh, wife okay. happened to have some sitting around, and that was her idea. Very cool. We also recently did a, a, a slightly larger tag. Here's oh, that. oh, oh that's a cool idea. Size. So it's uh, it's 30, 30 millimeters next to a twenty three millimeter. Yeah. So would you say that's like a, a half dollar size almost? Maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'd probably so. Yeah. Um. So that one's uh, the X tags logo with geocaching colors on it. There. Actually, that's what I'm going to send to our winners because. Uh, oh, sweet! It's a new one that not many people have, so. <gasps> so I'll send you to one as well. A good segue. Ooh. Oh, awesome! A good segue then to our first question of the night. So, chat room, get ready, get your fingers ready to type in a, type in an answer to this question. To win win tonight, uh, well, one of our many winners tonight. But question number one is, where is Joshua right now? Where is he? Where's Joshua White uh, doing the show from? And I will take the first winner in the chat room to answer that question. Of yeah. Where Where is he located tonight? Where is he doing the show? I think you stumped people with this question. That's okay. They, if they had been listening at the beginning, I asked that. That was the very question I asked. Um, uh, we got so, a good, well... So we got really specific answers. Yeah, and, we got some other answers. So, um, so I guess it depends what you were looking for, Gary. Yeah, I was looking for where you're looking was, for the state. No, I wasn't looking for the state. <laughs> that, um, that was that was the first answer. Yeah, I need to be more specific, didn't I? It was more like where he's from, where he, where is he currently sitting? Obviously, sitting in the United States or the state he's in. But I, uh, I'll uh, I'll figure that. We'll figure that out for the answer. We got a couple people that gave one gave a specific answer, one gave a very general answer. So I'll work that out. I'll let I'll let the winner know. <laughs> if you need me to send one to both of them, I can. All right, we'll do that. Oh, Joshua's gonna be that. we got two winners for the first question. Uh Geotab uh won and uh, uh Angie won. Geocaching Janji won. So uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> wet coaster is like looking at the camera. Yeah, that 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 works. In Ken- <laughs> nice. In Kindle in a chair. Yeah. Okay, that's my Good fault. Job, guys. Yeah, Good you job. called. You got me. Yeah, electric water boy. Same thing. He's in a chair. Should have known this was gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was sitting that was, in a chair. Sitting down. Yeah, you, y'all are all funny. Yeah. He's in the. He's in the U.S. He's in. He's on the earth. Yeah, you do a podcast and try to do this stuff, okay? Yeah, <laughs> give me a hard time. Does, this, does that help any? <laughs> yeah, it helped. Yeah, we, we got so we got we got two winners. So my second question in a little while is going to be very specific because right. <laughs> very specific. Getting, yeah, so people are having a lot of fun with me. Uh, yeah, so all right, that's okay. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, so Geotab, you won, and obviously Jane, you won. So, uh, all right, back to the show. We'll get, I'll, I'll get a question, question number two here in a little while. So, um, I guess we're gonna move on. Talk a little bit about because you're talking about those the, the um, we're talking about different shapes, but um, 
how large can you I mean can you make it like can you make it like this I don't know what size this is how, what size is the coin can you okay go ahead yeah. we'll talk about that a little bit while we're go ahead um so you know the the average round starting tag is 23 millimeters um most of the minis are more in the 28 millimeter to 30 millimeter range mm-hmm. um we've done geo coins in the one and a half two and a half inch range um and we actually recently did a, a metal on a ribbon for a customer uh that i believe is four inches um so we're really not constrained. If you have an idea and you want to do something, uh, run it by us. We can probably do it. Um, mm-hmm. But for the most part, the minis are in the 28 to 30 millimeter range to um, so that they're kind of consistent, uniform in size and fit in um, different ways that everyone displays them kind of uniformly. Okay. Cool. So we had a question from the chat room. Um, Tricasius uh, wants to know, um, how do we get designs done? Do you guys have any like design partners that you work with? Or yep. you just they just send in what they want? Or how does that work? You know, it, it works a lot of ways. Um, a couple of months ago, we received an order that had a, a drawing on a napkin uh, in a pen. Um, and we turned that into a tag. Um, but for the most part, people will work with a designer, talk through their ideas so that they have a piece of digital art that they submit with their order um, and have a good idea of what they want it to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, we do actually have um, some designers that we work with, and I haven't announced that we actually recently finished a section of the website that hasn't been made public um, that has a list of uh, designers we work with. So, um Interestingly, I don't think I remember the actual web address to that page. I believe it's something like uh, xtags.com slash designs or designers, one of the two. Um, but um, my wife is a designer. If you get on Facebook, you can find designers pretty easily. Um, if you go on Facebook and you search uh, Peacock Tag Designs, that's my wife. Um, uh, Mike McGregor. um does designs um, several of our customers have designed their own um, mm-hmm. so uh, so yeah they're, they're pretty easy to find if you get online or uh, shoot us a message through the website we can get you hooked up with somebody awesome um, so you were recently at GeoCoin Fest right it was yeah just uh, last weekend so uh, it's not just actually, coins there it's tags and stuff too right Yes. Obviously. Um, yeah. So there were in, in everyone's register, the, the packages that people bought, uh, you know, there were path tags, there were X tags, there were coins. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, really any, any of the companies that make um, personal trade items uh, are involved in GeoCoin Fest for the most part. Um, okay. So yeah. Uh, what, um, we we talked about this a little bit before the show because we um we were we had thought about going to some well, back when it was in Houston and then we did, we didn't get to go to the one in Omaha, so you got to do the one at the Queen Mary. But 
what for for the 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 usual I mean I'll say usual the people that are geocachers that may have never been to a coin fest the geo coin fest what what would I what would I be in what I what would I be um looking forward to at a coin fest and you know I've got a few as you can see behind me I've got a few coins and I've got <laughs> I've I've uh, of late gotten uh, several path tags and I've got a handful of X tags. So, what what as a geocacher do you do you think I would want to be looking forward to and going to a coin fest? Um, it was so much fun uh, for me going to my first one. Um, at, at, but at the same time, I experienced it uh, from a you know behind a table for the most mm-hmm. part on Saturday. Um, but. Friday night, there's an event. There actually, there are events, you know, leading up to it, and um, there are coins for sale at all those events. And um, Saturday, uh, on, on board the Queen Mary, you know, there's a huge banquet room, and uh, the outside was lined with vendors. So um, you could buy anything from caching containers and logs from all the different uh, vendors that are available. Um, and then there were vendors set up that. Uh, our designers, you know, somebody asked about looking for a designer. There were designers there showing their work. Um, uh, Dave Mueller, who's one of our customers, um, was there and he has designed some of his design and made some of his own tags. Uh, sorry, geo coins. Um, and uh, he was there showing off uh, those coins and how he does it. And they, they were amazing. Um, there were, you know, people just wandering around, sitting at tables, trading coins all day and um, buying coins and uh, trading tags and buying tags and mm-hmm. um, just uh, all the all the fun that you could possibly think of was was there on a ship. Yeah, that's that would have been cool to go to just for the fact that it's on the Queen Mary. And I mean, how often do you you know? I know it's a you can stay there now, but uh, sure, yeah, just kind of a, a very different experience. Um, I know. Uh, Chris Williamson of Treasure was there. Ansley was there signing yes. um, for people. So there was other. There's other stuff at a Coin Fest, I guess. That yeah, are yeah. okay. So yeah, they had um, throughout the day on Saturday. They had uh, uh, Coley Long was there doing uh, talks uh, from his book, talking about how to solve puzzles, which I really should have gone to, but um, I was at my table because I could use some puzzle help, but. Um, yeah, so he, he was there, but like you said, the, there was a table for treasure, and then they did two showings of treasure on the on the ship, which was pretty cool, um, and you could you could meet and talk with them. Yeah, so it, was, cool. it was a well-rounded event. So yeah, so people realize, I guess what I'm saying is that, or what we're all saying is that it is a full mega. I mean, obviously it's sort of the, the, the feature is coins and tags and all that, but don't feel like if you're not a huge collector that you, that you can't like enjoy a, a coin fest. Is that right? Just, okay. Yeah. That's, that's very fair to say. Yeah. There, there was lots to do for anyone um, from events to lab caches and uh, a poker event. And um, yeah, any, anything that you enjoy about geocaching was, was probably there. Very mm-hmm. cool. Okay. And you went to what going caching? This month too, I did. Yeah, the, the week before. Um, That's crazy. So last weekend I was in California, and the weekend before that, my uh, my twelve year old daughter and I uh, drove to Georgia, uh, 
and, and spent several days there in Rome and uh, enjoyed going caching, which was a lot of fun as well. Uh, very different from Geocoin Fest, just uh, in the types of things they were doing and the theme of their own event. Uh, but a lot of fun in its own way. I've always wanted to go to that one. I just never have had the time. It sounds yeah. like uh, a great time. Yeah, it was my first time at going caching. Um, but, you know, they, they had events um, just kind of revolving around the spy theme and um, all, all kinds of stuff to do. Um, stage plays on Saturday night and um, events for several days and Again, right. vendors everywhere, food trucks. I like food trucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Count me in. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, and uh, Joshua and I, we've, we've, we've you know, got to know each other a little bit, and I met his wonderful kids. They were great. We had a great – we had really a lot of fun at, uh, at uh, Munsey uh, Bash this year. Talking to your kiddos, they're wonderful. I know they get that from their mom. But um, <laughs> that's that is very true. Even no, if you are joking, <laughs> I'm, no, I'm kidding. But uh, I, it was kind of neat that you, you. I got to see some of the, you know, she, uh, your daughter seemed to really enjoy the the whole time, and it was kind of neat to, you know, like you said, you you like to, you know, try to do some camping with with the son and go out with the, you know, go do stuff, take the daughter with you on these trips, and that was really that was kind of neat. So yeah, uh, it, it's a it's cool that you could take something that you're passionate about, like geocaching and tags and coins and, um, you know, and make it a fun family thing. Um, all of my family loves geocaching. Um, we, we have a two-year-old, so my wife doesn't love taking the two-year-old geocaching quite as much, but, mm -hmm. um, but when we don't have little ones, she's pretty into it as well. And, uh, uh, but yeah, it, it's a lot of fun to bond with, with my kids through geocaching and, my daughter really loved going caching yeah, that's uh, all. in Georgia. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to ask you. An, I'm asking another question. I'm going to be very specific. And, and <laughs> if you've if you've won tonight, you can't win again. But it, you know, so GeoTab and Changi, I guess you guys are out. So, uh, but everybody else, get ready to type in the answer to my question. And then we got one question we're going to ask at the end, and that, of course, that's for the uh, audio listeners uh, for. Uh, later on in the week my question is for the first person to answer correctly in the chat room what month did joshua white purchase x tags what month because we talked about that earlier he's not he couldn't quite remember the day but he did remember the month so what was the month that he won it uh ah. eric, eric got it no yeah yeah, Eric got it. Sorry. Sorry, Peter. It was June. Right? Yep. So About Eric. Four months you, ago now. Yep, you won. Kindle, you're trying to be funny again. Yes, it was this year. Um, <laughs> so anyway. Good job. All right, job. Eric. Uh you you're a winner, so we'll get you uh I'll get your information over to uh to Joshua. So uh okay. So let me ask you about future uh, where we can, where we get to see uh, X tags, and I guess it's sort of a multi-layer question because you might be at one event and then you've got um, you got a person that might be at an, uh, another event. So talk about, I guess, 
the events plural that X Tags is planning to be at in the near in the coming future. Right. Um, so you know, if you're in the Texas area, I host events fairly fairly frequently myself. Um, I'm hosting one next weekend because I'm finally home, not doing anything. So I figured I should host an event. Um, but um, to get out there and get just to see people outside of Texas, I'm trying to attend as many megas as I can. Um, it, they're fun, um, but it's it's amazing to get to meet the people in person that I've um, interacted with online and whatnot. So um, I'm hoping to be, well, I will be at Texas Challenge next year, which Woo-hoo. it's still Texas, but um, uh, but it's a, it's a mega. And uh, it's actually only about two hours from home for me this year, which is awesome. And um, it is completely open to anyone. You don't have it to be. Is, in, uh, you don't have to be. A, it, they just call it Texas Challenge because it's in Texas. But um, people come from all over to this event, so definitely plan on coming to the Texas Challenge. And if you want to be part of a team, you can be on. Um, if you're if you're not in te- if you're not from Texas and you want to be on a team and compete, you can be on the out of town team. And by the way, the out of town team last year almost won. So they were close. They were really close. So um, you know we got to you know it's always interesting every year to see uh, the different of the different teams and their shirts and everybody gets together and does their little thing. But uh, it's kind of neat. And if you don't want to if you want to be part of the challenge. Um, do like I did. I came. I came to the event. I didn't want to do the challenge part, but just love the mega. It's kind of like Geo Coin Fest. If you want to go to Coin Fest, you don't not interested in the coins. That's fine. Go to the Coin Fest because there's so many other things going on at the time. So, all right. So there's one of them. Right. Where, yeah. Where so else? yeah. So, um, <clears throat> Geo, uh, yeah. So Texas Challenge in March. Uh, in April, I'm hoping to be at Moga in Lincoln, Nebraska. Moga, 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 Moga. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> And then um, Seattle Joint Geocoin Fest next year is on my radar for. Uh, I'm hoping to be there as well. Um, cool. But then at the same time, um, Marie, who works for X Tags, um, I was lucky to. Uh, she was willing to stay on with me once I bought the company. Um, so many of the customers know her and love her, and um, I think if if I'd have bought the company and let Marie go, I probably would have already failed by now. So, um, she's, uh, she's great. And she'll be, um, she'll be at Metro gathering this coming weekend, the 28th, 29th. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Where is Metro uh, gathering at and all that? New Jersey. Is that right? Yep. Almost positive. <laughs> yeah. It's in like the New York city ish area. Okay. <laughs> But pretty much all of New Jersey is close to New York City, so. Right. Yeah. It's not like Texas, where you're right. several hundred miles away from another city. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so she she tries to attend uh, a lot of the uh, megas there in, in that area, um, and and she made it to going caching as well. Um, but yeah, so we're we're hoping to be at as many as we possibly can. Um, very cool to, to meet our customers uh, show people what we can do uh, just meet other geocachers um, awesome we um, um, 
have some people were, at, were earlier asking about the designs, and I I uh, just want to reiterate that um, get in touch with Joshua and just talk to him about if you have if you don't have any idea what you want, or if you have a general idea but you don't know you know, you're not a designer, you know, write Joshua. They can get in touch with you, and they can absolutely they can, they can work on. I don't know. Like you said, they can do. You can take your own stick drawing and send yeah. it to Joshua. You'll figure, and you'll help them. You'll help them work through it. Absolutely, yeah. So um, you can find me on Facebook. You can get on our website, and um, if you if you message me, I'll get back to you. Um, and and we can we can find a way to get a tag design for you. Um, if you're starting from having absolutely no clue, we'll, we'll get you taken care of. Very cool. Uh, yeah, people mentioned in the chat room that uh, uh, Peter Stepanek, he's going to be at the, he's going to that event. And uh, I guess uh, one of the last items from the ch- chat room tonight, uh, Tick Magnet mentioned that he wanted to let you know, Joshua, he's very appreciative of the fact that you saved the company. So, <laughs> well, we thank all- you, Tick Magnet. I've, I've enjoyed several of Tick Magnet's tags. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And just from, from Geocache Talk to you, from our, from our family to you, that we really, we really are. Uh, I know it's a. It, I know it's been a uh, a lot to go through uh, just to to get the company purchased and go through the whole process. But we do appreciate you you salvaged uh, this company, this geocaching company. So, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks so much. Uh, a passion of mine, and I've I've loved it. It's uh, a learning and growing process still for me, but um, it's a lot of fun. And. Um, the last question, and again, this is for audio listeners, um, which is to name, and this is uh, need the answer by Friday midnight, uh, Central Standard Time. My, so uh, we'll call, we'll get real specific there. So is that like Friday at eleven fifty nine p.m.? <laughs> yeah, it'd be Friday, October twenty seventh, eleven fifty nine p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, we haven't we haven't switched to daylight time yet, but we're getting close. Um, yeah. Name one. Don't do it tonight, and don't don't you two say anything because this is the question. But name one of the three megas that Joshua White is planning to be at next year. So pretty simple. Just name one of the three that he talked about a, a few minutes ago. So, hey Gary, uh, how might someone <laughs> send in their answer? Yeah, thank you. Uh, you need to send your answers to geocachetalk at gmail.com for a chance to win. So there you go. Uh, all right, Joshua, where, where can people find you and where can they find Xtags uh, out on the internet? Uh, Xtags.com is the, the best place. Um, Spell that real and quick, it's too. E- I was, yeah. I, it's <laughs> E-X-T-A-G-Z.com. Uh, Okay. Um, actually, xtags.net will get you to the same website as well. Um, and then, uh, you know, we have an, a Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash xtags. Um, okay. And if you find me on Facebook, uh, Joshua White, I'm more than happy to friend geocachers and uh, message with you, talk geocaching, talk xtags. There are some, like you said, there's several groups out there. There's always cool Facebook groups that, and there's probably several that are related to X tags. There are, yes. Uh, X tags and path tags exchange is the, um, is one that uh, is pretty active. Um, and if you ask a question in there, somebody will help you out. 
Okay, very cool. Uh, coming up on the show, um, this, this Sunday, we have on Matt Mercurio, treasure actor. But he has been in so many different things lately. It's going to be fascinating. Uh, I did a quick uh, pre-show with Matt, and um, you know, it gets to be kind of you know, our, here, we have a little geocache talk here, and we're talking about him doing uh, scenes with Al Pacino and Helen Mirren, and sure. so it's kind of like I'm a little bit blown away. But um, he was uh, Ryan in Treasure, which is right back here behind me, my little my uh, little treasure poster and we'll talk a lot about treasure, but we'll also talk about other things that Matt's been in. He was recently an American made um, and he's got some cool stuff coming up. In fact, one of the items um, I had to put a note by because we were talking to Matt, Matt goes, I'm going to be in, and he mentioned what it was. He goes, but I don't know if I can talk about it yet. So I was like, don't worry. I've, I left a note. I said, I will ask you before I ask you this question, if we can talk mm-hmm. about because you know they can't always talk about everything they're they're involved with sworn to secrecy yeah well if it hasn't (laughs) been announced or anything you know it's kind of like oh cool that's really cool it's like well we can't talk about that yet so um but it is really cool i'm looking forward to hopefully talking to him about uh this item that he is hopefully uh, going to be in that they're talking about in the future so uh show after that um, Sydney, you're going to miss this one, unfortunately. I know. I will be in Texas near you, Gary. You will be, and you're going to have an event. I really hope to try to make the event. Um, I've got a new job, so I'm trying to trying to juggle everything. And I don't know if my new job is going to, if I tell them, hey, I can't be here today. I've got There's this uh, thing that i got to do. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, <laughs> co-host is going to be is in town, but one, one way or the other, I'll, I'll, I'll try to work things out. Uh-huh. Um She's in she's in town for a wedding. My son's getting married the same weekend. Um, no no connection between the two. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah. <laughs> but congrats uh, though. Completely separate events. So anyway, yep. yeah. And then uh, in three weeks, uh, Crystal uh, he is a geocacher in Finland, and so we're gonna have him on Finland. So this is really cool. I love. Uh, adding in international um, uh, guests on the show. We've got our Australia, our Aussies, and we have, you know, we've got Hendel in Germany we've had on. We've had Sarah is in Ireland, Geo Paul uh, in the UK. Uh, you know, our, our Canadian friends uh, have been on. Mm-hmm. We have, we've had several of them on the show. Um, the Cashew in the Northwest crew, some of them have been on that live up there. So, um, I don't think I, I hope I didn't leave anybody else out that uh, is international, but it's getting huge, and we really enjoy uh, all the emails we get from our geocaching international folks that walk, that listen to the show. Um, so again, thank you so much wherever you are in the world um, that you're part of the show. So, well, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight. Uh, email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail dot com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. At Geocache Talk, I'm at Gary Slinkard, one word. Jesse is at Memphis underscore Mafia. Sydney is at Shermanator GC. And our Facebook page is facebook.com slash geocache talk. Should be found on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, as well as the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click on the subscribe button below so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go buy some X tags. Right? And then go geocaching. (laughs) So, good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Good night.